0: Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck is for anyone ready, willing, and able to heal their Mama Drama Trauma. Ready is I am worthy to be healed. Willing is I am receptive to what Great Mother has for my life beyond MDT. And being able is Knowing I am free, I am free to make this choice moment by moment, day by day, to live MDT free. Get your deck today at Mamadramatrauma.info. Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, The Moon, Dark Matter, The Void, The Black Hole, Atar, Isis, Diana, Mommy Ishtar, Kali, Mami, and Mother Mary. So welcome to Great Mother Speaks. I'm Tammy Taylor, your manifestation muse, and today we're talking about her children. No, exactly who she is because she is within us she's great mother the mother of all mothers come back and thanks for joining us again to talk about great mothers speaking to us about the telltale signs of mdt you know there are always telltale signs to things telltale signs are clues warnings indications a bump on a woman's stomach is an indication a clue a telltale sign she may be with child it's a telltale sign it it may not be you know It, it it tells um telltale sign that there are weeds growing in the yard is that you know the grass starts looking kind of you know weak and wilting and not as green and Uh, They're telltale signs that seasons change, you know, that um, it's getting a little cooler outside, you know, the leaves are starting to change. And so fall is coming, you know, they're telltale signs that a meal is going to be delicious just by how it smells, you know, again, you know, it, it, it just tends to work out that way. If it really elicits a very delicious sense of smell, it's going to be delicious. It just doesn't seem to work out that way. That doesn't seem to happen if the food is not delicious that is being prepared. So it could happen, okay? You know, it, it could smell great, but when you put the spoon in your mouth, it's too salty. You know, and so, but telltale signs are indications of our environment, of what we're experiencing or what we can anticipate experiencing. Sometimes it's about what has happened, as with MDT. So, what has happened often is that we have experienced such an intense abandonment or abusive situation that we can no longer trust our own senses, our own sense of what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad. We've been traumatized and therefore separated from that secure sense of self. And due to the extreme pain, we self-medicate. Now, as we get older, it reveals itself in addictions, trying to fill this hole of unmet love, of our unmet needs, emotional nurturing, perhaps material nurturing and comfort. But before we get to that point of a telltale sign, addiction is a number one telltale sign of mama drama trauma and daddy drama trauma, we are in this place of shock and just trying to react in the moment. And how we react is based on our experience if our soul experience up to that point has been one in which we have been extremely assertive, we've been a powerful personality, perhaps we have been in the limelight, if not on an actual stage, but in our families or communities, and we therefore respond to this vulnerability Okay, as a child, we rely on our mothers for safety and security. It's primal safety and security. We're carried in this womb of mama drama trauma. Remember, MDT is a cycle. And so expanding this sense of this telltale sign of addiction, for example, into looking through this veil or this looking glass or crystal ball or just imaginative space and to that child that whether they were a strong personality or one in which they were struggling in many lifetimes to be emotionally strong and perhaps had not been the center of attention but were often pushed to the side and very insecure. Regardless of this timidness or people-pleasing Or aggressive behavior whatever end of the continuum we may find ourselves the reaction to this unmet need is one of compensation is one of having to self care and the kind of self-care I work and coach people on Is the reverse of what we tend to do whether we are people pleasers or aggressive people initially we're so young and so inexperienced and so needy when we experience the shock of abuse and abandonment what we immediately do is try to be good or we try to defend ourselves in a different way. If we're not trying to be good and trying to satisfy everyone in our environment to our own detriment often, then we are going to be extremely defensive and in a warlike situation with this powerful bombastic personality. So we either kind of shrivel up or we expand, but either way, don't get it twisted. Both reactions is the way we know how at that point to get our needs met. If we fight the battle and we are physically abusive as well, we are emotionally and verbally abusive and abandoning to those who are close to us as well, then at least. I have a boundary in place where my needs can be taken care of. And they're usually not. Because that is the reverse of constructively building boundaries based on loving detachment that facilitate real self-care and real self-love that fills that void bit by bit by bit. Likewise, the telltale sign of the people pleaser, one in which how we are responding to the attitudes and behaviors of others adversely is, okay, 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 let me do this. Let me me mother my mother. Let me step out of the child role and let me take care of the emotional needs of the family. Let me take care of the material needs of the family. Let me go outside of my boundaries and compensate that way. And I will be taken care of that way. And let me transfer that responsibility to myself because I can trust myself. But I am not going to lash out at anyone else. My security lies in everyone else being calm because for me, it's about emotional security, okay? It's about feeling safe. And what that safety feels like to me is that everyone else is okay in my environment. Whether being okay for them means that they are abusing me and neglecting me. So these telltale signs are ways in which we can more clearly grasp where we are in our own process and how we respond today. Gonna give you some tools today to look at that according to each of these telltale signs. We're doing a more expanded look at what these telltale signs are here on the Great Mother Speaks podcast over at the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck podcast. There is a reading about how to transform triggers before they turn into tailspins. So we can get into these tailspins emotionally when we're triggered by these telltale signs. So, we kind of went over them, but we were mainly doing the reading there. And so here, that's why we have two podcasts. The Mama Drama Chama Healing Oracle Deck is a Great Mother Speaks Oracle Deck. There are others, but we're focusing on this one right now. I think that's enough, right? (laughs) This podcast is to expand on things like why do people experience mama drama trauma differently how is it that siblings grown and having experienced mdt in the same household reflect and remember it differently sometimes there's a sibling who doesn't even believe MDT even existed at all that wasn't their experience and so here with Great Mother we can go into more detail a more expansive cosmic look into what's going on an internal emotional however you want to say it It's micro-macro, right? So, of course, we do our practical healing work with the readings, micro, and this is more of a macro sense of that mother energy. So, what are the telltale signs of mama drama trauma? There are about 18 I downloaded from Great Mother, and they constitute what trigger us. Okay, and so these telltale signs that we all share, some people have all of them. I know of people who may have all of them, but don't identify as having all of them. They may identify with just having half or maybe even one, but we all have at least one. And they are attitudes and behaviors of others adversely affect Your own, a need for constant approval, feelings are easily hurt, what people say and do is all about you, identify based on external evaluation, insecurities are projected onto others, difficulty being in the present, autonomous decisions are a struggle. Family caretaker or black sheep. Insecure people are attracted to you. Feeling out of sync with yourself. Having a lonely life, feeling that life is lonely. Others are harshly judged or not judged at all. Emotionally anxious and excited. And finally, striking up an emotionally authentic, honest conversation with mama terrifies you. So, if you have one or all of these telltale signs of MDT, you definitely have it. It is a condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child, causing emotional and or physical trauma. In cases where she is unable to heal her own MDT because it is a cycle. This is not about shame, blame, or guilt of anyone, mother or child. This is a planetary condition. It is a soul contract. And that is in the podcast of why do we have MDT? Okay, we started off, you know, really... Defining our terms, and we'll continue to do that here with triggers. So, the soul contract is twofold to evolve in self love and spiritual independence. So, there's no shame, blame, or guilt. This is something the soul came here to do to have this experience to do that. And we get to break the cycle. Because we came here to evolve. And so we will evolve at our same. We will evolve at the level that we can. And there's no comparison or who's better, who's worse, or who's more spiritual or anything. We all have a unique cosmic calculus. You know. Astrologically, the sun, the moon, the Mercury, Saturn, Venus, Jupiter, were all in different places when we were born. That's why we need our birth time, location, and day. It's specific to us. How we melded Our energies to form this physical body and this soul experience so no we don't compare one to the other uh, with regard to this but what is important to know is that we do share traits we do share characteristics which is why we don't heal alone Contrary to popular belief, as taboo as this subject is, and why it is a planetary disorder, it's taboo. You can't heal what you don't reveal, what we don't feel, what we don't talk about, and address effectively above all. So this is what Great Mothers Coming Through, this channel, this podcast, this deck to offer to us is an alternate approach to healing MDT, which is more effective in healing MDT than beating ourselves up and uh, going it alone and, you know, not admitting we have this, to actually acknowledging these triggers. And so let's talk about the first trigger. When Great Mother was downloading these, I was going through them repetitively and very consciously working and processing them through. And I remember working initially with the overall, these kind of have a domino effect, each of these telltale signs, they just get more and more specific and hit basically the pain of the abandonment and of the abuse that is experienced in different facets. But this first one about the attitudes and behaviors of others adversely affecting our own. Oh my goodness. Regardless of what end of the continuum we are, personality-wise, a people pleaser or the bully bitch, it doesn't matter. We are expressing our reaction to the unmet need for love and attention and nurturing in different ways, polar opposite ways. But the root issue is that the attitudes and behaviors of others are adversely affecting our own. In other words, we. We're feeling our sense of security, our sense of self through others. This is what is meant by giving our power away. We do this as a survival mechanism. If we give our power away, then we are completely unthreatening. This is what we tell ourselves at the level of emotional, intellectual, and psychic development that we're at. You know, the psychological development, Psi root word, Greek for soul, the level of our soul development at this particular time and space is so important that we've incarnated with this experience that is forcing us to flip the switch flip the script change the game on that because we need our power our power is our divinity We are dearly loved, divine children of the great mother, father, God, who were never judged, condemned, or left alone. And as free spirits, unknown to us, when we respond in this way, as this innocent, self-protective approach to getting our needs met, well, they'll love me if... They'll include me if, they'll give me what I want if I give them my power. I let them use my power to exploit me, to use me in the world and to, you know, and these things are not done consciously by us or by others for the most part. Those that do do it intentionally, it's very popular today to talk about narcissism, but most narcissists are very unconscious as well in my experience. But that leads us to the second telltale sign, a need for constant approval. The need for constant approval can be so primal in some people that they design their entire lives around disapproval even to the point of self delusion that uh, I am always right um, you were always wrong which is basically what narcissism is about you know I'm I'm the best and you know you're the worst and I have many 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 ways to say and to express that in exploitative ways you know, to control. And so this is all about controlling the narrative we hear a lot about today. Is this, it's all about this need for constant approval. I'm always right. What is so devastating about being wrong to a divine child? A, di- a divine child is like, oops, I didn't even know that. Or whoops, that was a blind spot. Why is the need for approval so extreme why is is it to the point where you know we just can't even entertain the possibility of imperfection which we all know is the reality but it's difficult to embrace because we never have In our experience, had the opportunity to do that because you cannot do that without the power to do that. We have to be strong in our righteousness, in our divinity, in our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole before we can balance the attacks from others. If we come in with attacks, if we come in with abuse, well then... The only way that we know how to balance that without awareness of our divinity is to perpetuate abuse, to perpetuate attack, whether it is on others or ourselves. And we tend to do this kind of internal uh, abuse, um, inner talk, you know, our inner dialogue um, being very negative, And we hide that. And so when we hide it, we bury it to the point where eventually it has to come out, it has to be expressed. And it always does it in very inappropriate ways. The third telltale sign is feelings are easily hurt. And so while Our feelings are easily hurt we have this shield this armor on some of us where we never allow anyone ever think that our feelings could possibly be hurt we're strong we have power and when we're exuding that kind of attitude with this strong you know metal exterior we are really overcompensating for being powerless We're putting on all the garb of the big soldier because we feel insecure. We feel ungrounded. We feel unprotected. And so it just escalates and escalates and escalates in our behavior because we're trying to fill this hole of insecurity, which is why our feelings are easily hurt. The smallest dart against us. In our own perception, it may not even be. In the reading, the reading is, is, is really about this in the Mama Drama Trauma podcast. It's really about um, these kinds of insecurities that we have and Great Mother helping us to transform them into healing energies. But what happens when our feelings are easily hurt, we also can jump the gun in hurting the feelings of others before they hurt us. Now the healthy way is of course the comedic response is to make someone laugh before they humiliate us. You know, uh, we humiliate ourselves or self deprecate, you know, um, in order to ingratiate ourselves to those who could be abusive. And typically who are abusive verbally or uh, physically. It, humor is a huge distraction. So we have all of these kind of games that we play that are telltale signs that we're shadowboxing with the dark side of the mother. We're going to talk about the three different mothers more. I think um, I've done a podcast on that, but we want to talk about this more because we work with the lunar cycles in the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck because there is a light side and there's a dark side to every chakra that we heal as we go through this healing process of letting go of the mother we want in order to accept the one that we have. And we all have great mother. Great mother loves our mother. Great mother loves our grandmother, our daughters. Great mother loves all of us. Great mother is the love within all of us. And so what people say and do is not about you. It's about them, it's always about them. And to take on what people say and do as our own is just yet another way to self-protect. Well, if this is what they're saying over here, then Let me, you know, let me, let me subscribe to this idea so that, um, I I can anticipate if anything ever comes at me. This is a good example. If you're talking about what people say and do being about you, all of us get taken by trends and what's popular and what's new and what's hip. And it's a fun part of being human because we all get to participate in the creative process. Someone starts something new, a new hairstyle, a new dance, a new song, you know, a new... um, style of, of home design, you know, whatever it is, a, a new pet, a new dog, a new breed, whatever the trend is, we have infinite ways to express them. Here in Florida, you know, the new plant, you know, what's the hottest plant to have, you know, on your patio or whatever. And that's cool. But when it becomes a point where you're no longer participating in the trend because of your financial limitations or you might not even be interested in in this and you you know you realize after a while it's like hmm, i really don't even like to dance i just been going to the club you know just because i like my friends but i really don't like to dance whatever it is that we follow because we identify with it so much we believe that it's about us too we like it too we want to do it too That's cool to the point where it's not cool. I don't want to do that anymore. I really don't like that. And that being okay with a divine child, that can be okay because we realize what people say and do is not about us. It is about them. What's about me is about what I say and do. What's about me is what my beliefs are and what my approach to situations are. And you see how this kind of understanding and this integration of divinity is a, allows for a much healthier way of interacting with one another when we do have different approaches or we even disagree about things. How wonderful it would be if we understood this about each other. Because remember, we are all divine whether we realize it or not. Just the other day, I didn't realize it myself. And so living divinity identity is something new for me this lifetime. And I'm so excited about sharing it with others because I know that for many lifetimes, I wasn't living it. I came into this lifetime not living it and experienced mama drama trauma. But there is a life after MDT and Great Mother, the love within us is powerful enough. The Great Father energy within us is focused and intelligent enough to manifest whatever we perceive as an unmet need in our lives. The telltale sign of identifying based on external evaluation is all about that you know keeping up with the joneses the external evaluation of who we are being our identity is something that is a part of that void of not belonging not feeling connected, not feeling secure. And so what we do as a result of not receiving that security from our mothers or from maternal figures is we try to get it by proxy. Well, this group and I'll get a little love from that. And I'll follow this trend and I'll get a love little love from that. and I will identify with these external aspects of my divinity um, identity as incarnating as this ethnic group or this or whatever. And so, you know, I'm that all great things to do. We are human beings, we are social beings. However, It's a telltale sign of MDT when there is an emotional imbalance associated with these associations. As in, I'm better than you because I'm this ethnic group and you're so horrible, okay? Um, You're wrong all the time, no matter what you do or what you say. The stereotyping of ourselves and others, that's when we know that this type of identification is not serving our divinity. Yes, the soul has incarnated as a particular ethnicity with a particular skin color, a particular cultural experience, and we're talking about a spiritual, material, emotional experience with MDT. Absolutely. But we do not Identify with it to the point where it continues to bleed power from our sense of self, from our very divinity, our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. The telltale sign of insecurities being projected onto others. And we do this with MDT. I know that in my healing process, oh my goodness, I hey, I already had a daughter. You know, I, I came into it a little late. The Goddaughter, you know, not biologically, but my goodness, was I projecting all of my toxicity from MDT onto her. And we are still working on healing that. You know, and we will continue to. And I'm very happy to work with people that are doing the same. We do not heal MDT alone. It is something that we have to have support in because we have not been supported. And so, in order to heal it, we do have to receive support. And it's important that um, whether it's me as a life coach, we, we you, your aunties um friends mentors other people that you know who are life coaches it's important to designate individuals not just one person but someone that can give you this that you need just like the trendy group type of situation you know trying to unconsciously get pieces of love when we consciously open ourselves up to more love we receive it when it comes The help and the assistance when it comes, and that's easier to do once we build healthy boundaries. And so, we're going to talk about building healthy boundaries as well. But those boundaries help us to balance. Okay, you need a balance beam, you need a point, a rudder, a point of balance between our divinity and our human. Our humanity okay and we are divine as human beings they're not two separate things it's a balance there's an inner melding the Great Mother Father God within us the law of the word the logos the righteousness of who we are in our materialized state expressed through the still expressing the still small voice of the Holy Spirit Great Mother and so we're we're all of it okay and it's so interesting to Observe what's happening with the identity sexually of people and, and gender identification now and how Great Mother Father God is or boldly coming through us to really let us express our unique divinity and that's a whole nother subject as well. So stay on topic today insecurities are projected onto others as a telltale sign of MDT people who do that oftentimes have mama drama trauma that's what their mothers did to them we're just copying behavior as well as the telltale sign of the difficulty being in the present our mothers were often so worried about taking care of us in the future she wasn't with us in the present or she was regretful, remorseful about the past, oftentimes our father, she wasn't here with us in the future, in the the present. So um, this habit is what also contributes to our ungroundedness. We're just very ungrounded. So the Roots Chakra suit of the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck is all about acknowledging this soul contract while at the same time our infinite needs for primal security. That's why this subject is so difficult for people to even broach because after this experience or in the heat of it many times we are when we're first um, introduced to it um, it's impossible if not implausible altogether to imagine living in loving detachment from our mothers even though the caveat with that is is whatever that loving detachment for you is You know mine is complete no contact and it can change it can go back and forth it can be no contact it could be partial it could be living in the same city It could be living in the same home but and but you have times quiet times in the home or living in the same city but I only see you during the holidays or what you know everyone's situation is different and it's always changing because we're transforming we are growing we're building boundaries and in this process we want to be sure that we're allowing others to be in their process as well that's what helps us stay in the present we're not projecting our shoulds or shooting on ourselves or other people in the future and wanting ourselves and others to be something else now that's later if it ever happens or wanting someone to go back to what who and what they were before they became an addict before they had a child before they got married before whatever life event occurred that exacerbated mdt that's what tends to happen because it's such a foundational relationship with our mother it is the foundation of all of our relationships we perpetuate it So that's why we are stopping the cycle. We're looking at these telltale signs so that we can more effectively identify them when they come up in us and avert the tailspin that we can go into with this void. We recognize we have this behavior because there's a void for nurturing, for security, for safety. And we begin to open ourselves up to receiving that security and that safety in other ways. Great Mother's spirit team of angels, guides, and ancestors will assist us as well when we open up to them. So lots and lots of podcasts about these aspects of working with the deck, this daily practice of living and loving detachment here with Great Mother Speaks, with the Mama Drama Trauma Podcast. Get your reading to learn what that daily practice is about. Now, the final telltale signs here the autonomous decisions being difficult to make, you know, just struggling to make decisions on your own, having to have that validation, having to have that approval from others, it results in indecisiveness in life. Now, there are times when we're just in doubt, we don't have enough information. We need clarity, which is what Great Mother gives us, clarity, balance, and confirmation. And sometimes we have to wait on that clarity, we have to get in a space, that's why daily practice is so important, it calms the mind, you know, you know, it disciplines the ego, the ego knows that there's a way that things are supposed to go, so it's not so nervous, it's not so anxious and ungrounded, where it has to be in control. Okay, we can think of our ego, our conditioned being as something that does want discipline, it does want guidance, it does want to be calm, you know, this isn't what it, it, the ego really desires, you know, who we call ourselves, you know, the stories we tell ourselves, we, we really don't want all that going on all the time with us. Some people do love drama, and like anything else, we do it until we get sick and tired of being sick and tired with it. This is all about having the ability to decide when that is. With the telltale sign of autonomous decisions being a struggle, struggling to make decisions shows up as having to call, text, or contact someone before you can even decide what to wear to go out. It shows up as looking in the refrigerator for minutes on in before deciding what to eat. And that's very much kind of being out of the body, you know, not really knowing what the body needs from time to time. Um, that is part of the inner journey as well, kind of knowing your appetites and, and, and knowing what kind of vitamins and minerals the body needs and, and how much water we need to drink. Just these everyday, very simplistic things we tend to overlook because we were not Nurtured properly, and so we don't know. And so we are reallocating attention and focus from toxic behaviors and the tailspin of these triggers into conscious reflection when they occur and transforming the trigger before it turns into a tailspin by making a different decision by focusing on oh okay I'm looking in the refrigerator let me sit down and over the last week all of these healthy things I said that I was going to want to do let me make a list of a couple of those things I think I saw some some things you know on Instagram that looked really healthy let me see if I'm, I'm trying to make that look pretty easy that avocado salad I think I could try that and just begin the process but we have to have energy to do it don't we we have to decide to take our power back from focusing on the toxicity to do it right so these are the things that great mother is saying that we have the power to do we just have to be ready to do them willing to act on them, to pay attention to what we're doing, and able to see the process through. We may find ourselves the family caretaker or on the other end of the continuum, the family black sheep. We could be both. I know I have certainly (laughs) fulfilled both of those roles in my family. They're stereotypes, every family has them. And if you are the one for your family, consider it a badge of honor to have been the family caretaker and a university that you can now benefit in huge dividends from knowing that dance of being the family caretaker. You know, the one who always knows everybody's birthday. You know, you know, you've been the one who always made sure that um, the energy in the room never went below a certain level. You know, when everybody gets together and everybody starts this or everybody gets together, everybody starts drinking or everybody starts talking about that or you know where it's going. So you're the one to bring the energy back up. These are things that we have tended to overlook about ourselves, about our gifts, our talents, our abilities that we can draw from in this reallocation of energy from toxicity to divinity. This is how the caretaker does it, is by realizing, okay, that's the role I play. So how am I feeling in this moment? They're about to go there. Are here in this conversation, I'm about to go here and I know that she's so sad and she's been through so much and she needs so much support. Am I going to take my power back and say, hey, you know, it's been great chatting with you and I really want to do this again soon. But I've got something in the oven that's about to burn up. Take care. You know, whatever the exit line needs to be. You need to have several Ready need to have several ready a real good one is just "Whoop, okay I gotta go I love that one that's that I love that and you just want to be ready because you're gonna have to pay attention be ready willing and able to turn this around you can you used all that energy to do it the other way without knowing and now that you do Use that energy the other way to heal yourself. To heal, that energy could be going into you fixing that meal for yourself, so that you know it's not all this fast food and everything. That's okay. That's okay, but we want to be healthy, happy, and whole. Being. Uh, The Black Sheep is usually that, you know, when people start saying, you know, so-and-so-and-so-and-so, never quite got it together, or they're always doing this, and they should have never done that, and it's just kind of this black spot on the family, you know? you know there's so much hope in you you know they should have achieved this and many addicts uh, fit this uh, category in the family oftentimes there's so much hope and faith put in them they were so intelligent how often have we heard that they're so intelligent they're so this they're so that. oh we don't know what happened too much to carry stuff got too heavy nobody want to be carrying all that all the time but we don't have any other tools And so what is the addiction? The addiction is just about trying to fill a void, trying to quell the pain, to try to make it stop. Try to make it stop. We've tried everything. And so can this drug, can this thing, this food, this sex, these clothes, these relationships, can they fill it, you know? Can it feel it and just going overboard with it because they can't, but we keep hoping that it will. So we keep on doing it. And so that's addiction. Um, it's pain avoidance in short. It's pain avoidance. And so there's a lot of pain being the black sheep and it's just pain on top of pain on top of the abandonment and abuse. And it's a pain and being the family caretaker because you're the strong one. No one takes care of you. And this telltale sign, awareness, being informed, is so empowering. Because when we're insecure, we attract insecure people who perpetuate MDT even more. That's a telltale sign, right? Insecure people are attracted to you. Feeling out of sync with yourself as a result. We just don't know which way is up. I'm not in the present. I'm not attracting the kind of people in my life I want. I'm not eating right. I mean, how can we be? A daily practice. A daily practice that will help us to focus on the loving, encouraging, compassionate, nurturing aspects of ourselves and how to give those things to ourselves on a consistent basis so that we can heal our MDT now not everyone is ready not everyone is willing not everyone is available you know some of us have children who have transitioned and mothers who are no longer here in the flesh but when we heal, they heal on the other side. Finally, life is lonely as a telltale sign. Life just feels lonely and oftentimes because of those transitions and just because of the emotional gap between us, because of the disconnect between us. And so when Great Mother said loving detachment, that felt like a blow to my soul because I already felt so lonely you know, no contact with birth mother goddess. Birth mother is a goddess card in the deck. The deck has gods and goddesses. The siblings of us as divine beings, there are siblings. We're gods and goddesses as children of the great mother, father, God. And the birth mother goddess, equally loved and expressive of, great mother father God energies having brought us forth into the world when we have to make healthy boundaries with her that is one of the most lonely things we do but we have to in order to heal LTBS and that's low tolerance for bullshit that gets us into trouble and the only thing that heals it is creating maternal boundaries Man, how many shows have I talked about here today? (laughs) Somebody, please let me know. Um, Life is lonely is a telltale sign. It's this kind of self-imposed alienation that we feel is something else we're going to try to feel safe and secure. And it, it just makes us feel that much more alone abused abandoned really and so with loneliness we can tend to get into this thing of self-abandonment because we want the connection with others so badly we can put up with a lot of stuff and relationships with loneliness and that is where the self-abandonment comes in because we're not really standing up for ourselves we're not empowering ourselves to be healthy happy and whole we're abandoning ourselves because we feel lonely and so shifting the perspective with a daily practice is helpful on so many levels because loving detachment is the other side of loneliness. Loving detachment is the empowered sense of this is who I am. I am a dearly loved divine child. Of the great mother, father, God, who's never judged, condemned, or left alone, I am a free spirit. I'm free of needing the approval of others. I'm free of needing to be identified as the caretaker or the black sheep. I'm free of needing to project my insecurities onto others because I can't handle my weaknesses. I have to be right all the time. That is the other side of loving detachment, this loneliness that creates self-abandonment. And so this telltale sign is something that we can definitely transform into an avoided tailspin, a stealthily avoided tailspin through our own conscious work and effort. It's easier, you know, prevention, you know, um, a pound of prevention, um, what do they call it? A cup of prevention is worth a pound of cure, you know? And so others are harshly judged or not at all, closing out the telltale signs we either don't judge other people at all because we're lonely and it doesn't matter, we'll just take whatever. Or we harshly judge them so much that we're alone, but we're angry and we're bitter when we're alone. So again, that balance, you know, recognizing the telltale sign that, wow, I am, I'm like really hard on people. I'm just really, really judgmental. I know that was one of mine, really for years and years and years with MDT. So, cause I was so angry. You know, this is what's happening to me. You know, I'm coming to this realization. Why me? You know, it's a very, uh, the rage segment card came up a lot. Um, And it's an unwelcome card in the beginning of doing this work because it's hard to kind of look at those shadows. But as we work with the lunar phases and the chakras, we realize that they are phases in life. And this is just one of those lifetimes. In a lifetime, for a soul that has many skulls in the ground, that is all about evolving in self love and spiritual independence. Finally, this emotional anxiety and exhaustion is as a result of our maternal disconnect. Striking up this emotionally honest conversation with our mothers is just not something that we can do without struggle, without a fight, you know, Um, acknowledging MDT, I mean, those, those are fighting words you know, um, even even to, to fix your mouth to say that you have it. And these are things that can quickly, in the beginning, have us rolling right back into the corner and shriveling up into a little hole. But what Great Mother wants us to know is that these are telltale signs because they don't have to be true. You know, at the beginning we were talking about, it's not an absolute fact that just because the meal that's being prepared smells delicious, that it's going to be. It's a telltale sign. 9.5 times out of 10, it's going to be slamming. But it doesn't have to turn into a full blown out tailspin if we develop a practice where we are aware that we have a condition and the telltale signs of it are not to hurt us or to elicit feelings of abandonment and abuse again although they do in the beginning of this practice of this work which is why it is not for the faint of heart it is quite daunting especially in the beginning which is why it's so important that you have support we have a support group we have free classes we do all the time we're gonna do one in May the first three weeks before mercury goes retrograde um, about the Sun sign our ascendant and our moon sign in our charts so that we can become more familiar those of us who are working with the deck how these are showing up in the deck People that have been working with the deck for a while, once you learn the chakras, you start to learn what planets rule which chakras, okay, and what signs they rule. And now I have a group of people who are ready for the class on uh, how to get a little bit deeper into their readings. but. Those are the MDT Telltale Signs. Now you want to hop over to the Mama Drama Trauma podcast for great mothers reading about how to transform whatever telltale sign we just went over and expounded on here applies to you. And what she's saying will transform that telltale sign for you before it tailspins into something that you don't want to experience what you can do to transform that trigger into a healing experience living beyond mama drama trauma thanks for listening to great mother speaks but above all and most of all remember great mother loves you and i do too